This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast, the heroes push further into Ghostlight Marsh. Have I made it clear that like no one goes into Ghostlight Marsh? No one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you have. Okay. Wait, what about? Nope, not even them. And uncover Troy's secret weapon. My neon green die that only rolls 20s. Your way to die. Your way to die. It's a way to die. What a way to die. Baron attempts a daring plan. I really don't understand what Grant's doing here. <laughs> but when an ill-advised taunt hits home. But as long as you keep putting in front of us, you know, embarrassingly easy hydros, we should be fine. <laughs> Troy strikes back. You ready for the damage? I actually need a calculator. The adventure continues now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast. This is Grant Berger, a.k.a. Baron Redheart, and I want to go ahead and take things back to basics and talk a little bit about Baron. Now, Baron is from the Five Kings Mountains, probably the most important remaining bastion of dwarven culture in Galarian. Within its subterranean caverns and tunnels lived the single largest nation of dwarves remaining in Galarian. The mountains are also the site of one of the few remaining sky citadels built during the dwarves' arrival upon the surface of Galarian at the conclusion of their quest for sky. Now, what's interesting is that most of the other citadels were raised by orcs, the mightiest of which, Koldakar, is today known as Urgir, the seat of the orcs' leadership in the hold of Belkson. Hmm... Now, Urgir is also where Rag Bloodtusk once fought as a gladiator in his youthful days. But back to Baron. Baron is from Kovlar, a small city within the Five Kings Mountains run largely by its merchant guilds. Uh, the most powerful of these guilds is the Anvillers Guild. Now, uh, prior to the glass cannon adventure we are undertaking today, Baron and his family were members of the Anvillers Guild, and they had unlocked the vicious and dangerous secrets of firearms. These designs and schematics should have been a monumental discovery for all dwarven kind, but that dream was shattered by a raiding party of orcs who took the lives of Baron's parents. Cut to current day, and we're getting pretty close to the Mindspin Mountains. What I'd like to do is read you a little excerpt from Dwarves of Galarian by Paizo and excellent little book if you want to learn more about dwarves. The Mindspin Mountains are renowned for their concentrations of dwarf settlements. Primary among these is Yanderhof, one of the few remaining sky citadels still in use by dwarves, and a major hub of commerce between the dwarves and other races. Indeed, Yanderhof is the Mindspin Mountains' real claim to fame, an iron fortress built atop a mountain riddled with ancient tunnels and mines, I don't know about you, but Yanderhof and Urgir sound like awesome places to visit. It'd be super awesome if we go there. And so what I'm saying is that if Troy doesn't take us there during this adventure, I will personally murder him. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Without further ado, here's episode 46, Marsh Madness. You know, if I ever kill one of your characters, I'm not going to say, fuck you, Joe. (laughs) But yet every time you kill one of mine... That's what you say to me. 
Are you as deeply attached to all your NPCs as we are to our characters? Your unnamed five-headed snake monster. What was the name of the Hydra? Steve. Okay. All right. Fair enough. He he was an unnamed Hydra. They had one. (laughs) Where did he grow up? One name for five heads. (laughs) He grew up in the marshes. Uh, That's creative. That's where he learned to pounce. <laughs> On the old mean uh, marshes. <laughs> the mean marshes of Ghostlight. Uh, have I made it clear that like no one goes into Ghostlight Marsh? Like no one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you have. Okay. Wait, what about? No. Nope. Not even them. Uh, okay, so you guys uh, just jump right in here. Anything we need to discuss? Good. Uh, so we, we don't. So the Circle of Thorns is reached by heading north from that marker, right? That's all we know? Right. Silvermane is like, once you see that marker, head north. And, uh, you know, you've got to find a husk of a will-o'-wisp, obviously. But to find the Circle of Standing Stones that marks the entrance to the Vault of Thorns, just head north and uh, try to Hope. stay alive. <laughs> okay. So, but wait. Um, uh, there was something about the lantern that was, uh, once the husk is in it, which is going to be impossible and kill all of us but once it's in it it's it's uh it said it points the direction now i know it said if you wash it over this one stone right it'll reveal the. but did it also say it points the direction of the stones yes so if we get a huskin we could it could use it we could use it to lead us to the stones you uh, you, you hope that that's how it's going to work okay. right right yeah Turn that's, that's my understanding death bog. right <laughs> take a right at the dead hydra <laughs> uh yeah so that's 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 what you hope. Okay. Quick, quick, dumb question too. Um, is it a waste of a channel if we all took damage, or should we wait a while? Since you, yeah, I was thinking about doing one. I think I'm a I'm a I'm a channel. I'm a I'm a channel. I'm, I'm gonna a, let you channel, but okay. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a channel. I'm a, here's I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a my gold plated. Are you two dice still? Yeah, still. Oh, uh, eight. Fantastic. That's the best I've rolled for a channel. Um. Awesome. So you guys keep moving forward. Um, Matthew, did you want to search the Hydra for gold? Naturally. No gold. Damn it. Uh, and no plus one falchions, Joe. I'm sorry. God damn, every week. <laughs> every week, there's no plus one falchions. Uh, all right, so you guys continue slogging uh, north through Ghostlight Marsh. And uh, after a couple more hours, the... Uh, the waterways uh, are giving way to more land. Do you know what I mean? So instead of having these tiny little, uh, for lack of a better term, islands amongst the thick stream, it starts to become... As we get further from the river. Further from the river. Uh, it's still swampy and gross, but uh, it's more land masses with just rivulets and streams running through it. Um, now, obviously, they uh, carry the same... Uh, restrictions as a, as a deep bog um, but to, you'll see that there are pathways that you can follow uh, man-made or other, otherwise made and sometimes there are uh, bridges like lackluster bridges going over streams that are just uh, like planks of wood uh, or like felled tree logs making a bridge over so you guys uh, eventually see paths you can follow is there any point to doing a survival check you can absolutely to see do a if there's been movement check. Over these things recently, or any footprints or anything? Uh, 25. Ooh. 25. Uh, you don't see much movement on the pathways themselves. You see um, animal prints uh, on the ground. Anything of but note? On the of pathway, concerns? it seems like no one has walked on this pathway in a long time. Anything of note with the animals? Like, is there any particular animals? I'm like, oh, there's a 
could be yep. a bear or something dangerous. There's, yeah, there's some that you recognize, like uh, you know, wolf animal, like small animals or larger animals. But there's not there's other things you've se- I've never seen a paw that looks like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a path you can follow. Now I should say outside of the the path and the open in land areas, it, the vegetation is so thick that to go into it, you, you would probably get lost after about five minutes. So you can pretty much stay on the path or you can continue moving through the uh, sort of unexplored areas. Um, or you can do a combination of both. I, I favor sticking to the path. I think it's safer tactically for us. I also don't, given the danger of the marsh, I don't think it's going to be a, you know, a secret. It's not going to be a you know, bogged down secret area where, the, where we need to go would be my... Can I? So these whispers we hear, do they just appear to be coming from everywhere, or can I do a perception check to kind of hone in on where they're coming from? They're coming from everywhere. Okay. It's, it's that, oh, it's constant? It's the lost whisper. Like you just others. hear it from time to time. It's the others. Yeah, yeah that's, 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 that's the smoke monster. Um, yeah, you kind of hear it all around you. It's not constant, but you just, from time to time, in the stillness, you hear what sounds like whispers. And there's no light source or anything that we see in the distance or anything like no, that? No, I mean, similar to when you were on the boat, from time to time you'll see little dancing lights here and there, but they extinguish as like, quickly like as you... Like June bugs or something? Yeah, they yeah. Could, yeah. as far as you know. Um, it's nothing you could be like, oh, like run, and, run up to it and try and catch it. It's, it's gone, and you think it, it could even be a trick of your mind. Um, but after a, a couple hours of... Of travel and the hydrophyte, um, you'll you'll need to. Uh, you've come across nothing. Uh, you have not been attacked at all, and you feel that it is now pitch dark out. You would probably want to rest, but that's up to you. Unless you want to uh, keep going through the night. Yeah, I'd love to rest. Yeah, I'm down with that. Okay, um, set up watches. Yeah, we got to set up a watch. Yep. Before we rest, uh, I would. I have a, a third level scroll of tongues that I would like to try to learn. Okay. To teach Howie, I or feed it to him, really? Right, so now... Where did we get a scroll of tongues? You don't I, remember? I don't remember. I wrote it down. You bought it. I trust myself. <laughs> you bought it at the scroll store <laughs> on the banks of the River Esk. If I was lying, don't you think I would have picked a cooler spell? <laughs> don't you remember we yeah, stopped at scroll, 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 scrolls? <laughs> scrolls are us. Scroll mania. <laughs> so this would take three hours for me because it's a third level spell. All right, and you burn it and feed Howie the ashes. Yes, and, and then I roll the spellcraft. Okay, um, so you want to do that as you guys are camping. So yeah. while Lork's setting up the fire, you're uh, feeding your scorpion ashes. Might I have... Bit of luck. Uh, yes, I provide Gormley with a bit of luck to aid her. Gently caresses Gormley. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in the, over the course of the three hours, the scroll gets burned, and I make a little paste, and then I turn to Howie, who skitters out from under my robes, and I say, Howie, I got something for you here. Just a little old scroll of tongues. <laughs> All right, dude. Feed, feed me the ashes, bro. <laughs> do, you, do you want a little? That's what Howie sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Only Gormley hears that. Yeah. <laughs> do you want a little salt on it or something? I, I, how do these? How do these even taste? Nah, bro. I gotta. I gotta be careful. I have a heart attack uh, if I have too much salt. Got a family history of high cholesterol. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's roll for this, shall we? All right. <laughs> I got it, 23. Hey, dude, you know tongues. 
<laughs> Tell your buddies you know tongues now. <laughs> I gotta say, Howie, I haven't really had the chance to converse with you. I feel we have much to learn from each other. Nah. <laughs> Go socks. <laughs> Go socks. Um, oh God. While while uh, <laughs> did, did you learn it? Yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah. Nicely done. Um, Nicely done. Um, I'm uh, Baron uses with the, a bit of luck. Baron uses this time to craft himself some more cartridges. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and Lork, this is, uh, you want to start teaching Ben Vereen a new trick? Yeah, I am going to work on teaching him seek. Which, seek? Yeah, which allows him the to... The religion? Civil <laughs> <laughs> turban and... Seems like a strange choice, but all right. <laughs> all right. Your to each his own animal animal companion. companion. <laughs> um... No, it will allow him, if, uh, if he learns this at the end of a week, it'll allow him to move into an area uh, and look around for anything that is obviously alive or animate. Uh, and he's got a very high stealth score. So he could, like, stealth ahead and, like, see if there's anything alive in a place where we might not hmm. think something's alive. All right. Good idea. Uh, interesting. Interesting choice for Ben Vereen. But you're just full of interesting choices. Well, with making him a little bit more survivable, I'm a little bit more... Um, I'm into the idea of like letting him go ahead. Because like, yeah. he could survive one hit or something. You know what I mean? And then come back. Because right, I can tell right. him, come. He knows that trick. So I want to utilize him as like a scout as well. as Because we don't have a rogue. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say by making him more survivable, you were making Lork more sympathetic. As a character. <laughs> <laughs> he actually no, cares about so something. <laughs> Um, okay. Um, so I, I'll start working on that, training him on that. Very good. Well, how does the, what does the training entail? Oh, don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 do you like hide a berry in the bush and say, <laughs> go find it, Ben. Go find the berry. <laughs> and instead he's just like continually mauling the body of the hydra. Like, Ben, calm, calm down. It's got one of its heads in its mouth. <laughs> Carry it like a puppy. Yeah. Uh, Each day he presents a, a present of a new head. <laughs> <laughs> and after five days he knows the trick. Uh, okay, very good. Is anyone still down hit points? Uh, Lork is not. I'm good. Everyone's good? Okay. All right, so you guys don't even have to, not that it matters, burn any more channels. You wake up. Fully refreshed. See, yeah. the, the, the rules for rest really are pretty good. I don't know why we've played the uh, cheap way forever. Um, yeah, it's just going to really come up when you're really strung out. You yeah. know, when you have like a couple really bad days in a row, it's going to mm -hmm. add up. But yep. But as long as you keep putting in front of us, you know, embarrassingly easy hydras, we should be fine. <laughs> cool. That's, I'm glad to know that's how you feel uh, as I prepare one of the hardest adventures you're ever going to face. Uh, okay, so... Uh, End of the second day, uh, well, end of the first day in the marsh, rather. Um, day eight of the journey, I believe. Um, you guys then rest, wake up the next day refreshed. Uh, obviously, it's lighter out. Um, there's no dim light conditions or anything, but it's just this gray uh, haze. Overcast. Haze, overcast over everything. Um, like I mentioned to you, off of the paths in these wide open areas, the vegetation's so thick, if you were to even go in there, you'd probably get lost in five minutes uh, and be totally turned back around and either end up deeper into a place you don't, definitely don't want to be, uh, like total orc-infested area, or back at the, the water where the uh, keelboat is, but 20 miles downstream. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so you guys keep uh, trudging along, trudging along, um, and eventually you can hear uh, some talking up in the distance. And Baron, you hear uh, a mix of both common and dwarven being speaking. Being speaking? Being spoken. Speaking. Being speaking. Being speaking. I'm smart. I'm smart. (laughs) Dumb, like everybody says. Dude, you know tongues. I'm not sure if Howie's hosting or if Troy is anymore. Um, Uh, Yeah, so you hear off in the distance uh, a mix of... You guys hear common, and then I don't think any of the other three of you speak dwarven. So you guys just hear common mixed with some language. Do I understand? Like the language of what Baron says in his sleep. Uh... Uh, you, you, you're, you, you just hear words, and you're not, you can't quite make, make it out. But as you guys, uh, I'm assuming, do you want to move closer? Yeah. And I'll, I'll take the vanguard, because okay. I might be able to talk. All right, so Baron's in the front. Where is everybody else? I'll be right behind Baron. Baron, Lork. Trying to be stealthy. Lork, Ben next to him. I'll go behind Lork so I can buff. I'll, I'll, be in, I'll be in back. Galabras in the caboose. You continue moving along the path. Get a little bit closer, and there is a large uh, pool of water to the southwest, um, and uh, it sort of uh, culminates in a river leading farther northeast. And over that uh, stream or river, whatever you want to call it, is a bunch of those wooden logs that you could pass over, and you see in the distance a clearing. In the clearing, you see a hut a makeshift hut, and uh, the embers of a fire, um, and you see a filthy dwarf squatting over the fire. Like, st- you can almost smell her from here. She's got shit stains on her pants. Oh. Gross dwarf. And mm-hmm. now that you're closer, Baron, you can hear her, and you guys pick out some of these words as well. She's just like, Amlo, 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 my brother, my brother, the witches. Which is the, the, the coven? The coven? We gotta, we gotta kill the, the, the giant. Amlo, Amlo, my brother. We must, we must find, we must find Steel Hand. We must find Steel Hand. All right. And she's just muttering to herself. She, um. Okay, so she's, she's nuts. Um, so I'm gonna tell everyone else to stand back, and I'm gonna approach by myself. Did she say her name out loud? That's all you, all you heard with those things. You don't know if one of those was her name or not. I'm going to approach her, and as soon as I see her, I'm going to say, since I don't know her name, Darlin, it's me, Umlo, in Dwarvish. Okay, how uh, I'm going gonna, gonna to ready in action. Lork is going to ready his bow, and he's going to shoot at her if she attacks Baron. If she makes an attack at Baron. Okay, and Baron will say you cross the bridge. And stand, what, 15 feet away from her? Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you want to sneak up on her and roll a stealth check to say that? Sure. Okay. Uh, stealth plus nine. I'm also going to ready in action, by the way. 28. If she attacks Baron, I'm going to cast, cast Cat's Grace on Lork. Okay. Uh, so you go up there, and in Dwarven, you say... It's Honey, darling, it's me. It's Umlo. She whips her head around. And uh, this dwarf is played by Rachel Dratch. Nice. <laughs> I, love, I love, she's so great. I she love whips Rachel her head Dratch. around and says, what? What? You're not Amlo. Who are you? You, who are you? 
Shit. Why are you here? <laughs> well, there went plan A. <laughs> Such a great plan. <laughs> it was so well thought out, and we, we had talked about it. I'm going to say, uh, no, I'm sorry. The mercenaries. Uh, mercenaries, come. Come, help me. Help me defend. I say, uh, I found Umlo. He's down the road over here. Come on. <laughs> Roll a bluff check. <laughs> I really don't understand what Grant is doing. <laughs> <laughs> Seven, wow. 17. Ooh. You found Umlo? Uh-huh. Okay, are you alone? Uh, I have some friends. I'm just asking, I'm just asking. I'm, I'm, some, I'm just asking. I have some friends that are allies of the dwarves, you know, by drag, dr- Dragonvit's name, you know, I, I say that I'm telling the truth here. Whose name? What? He's a, he's a dwarven god, you'd be familiar with him. The witches, yes. Well, we gotta watch out for the giant and, and the witch. Hey, your friends, those filthy green skins. They're uh, he's, all green he's cool. Skins. He's cool. He's cool. You. I have an arrow pointed at her. You. Yeah. It's like, no. You're a green skin too. And she rushes past you towards Lork. Roll for initiative. Oh, oh man. Ooh, terrible initiative roll. Also, I'm umlo. Terrible. I'm umlo. <laughs> oh, I think I got y'all beat. <laughs> I think I got. Then I realized beat. as soon as I started talking to her that I have a seven charisma score, and that, <laughs> 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 and that like for role playing it's cool, but as far as effectiveness, it's not going to work. Well, your seventeen bluff was one of your greatest bluffs of all time. You rolled a nineteen. You rolled nineteen, and I was like, oh, he's going to. And then when you were like seventeen, yeah, I was like, oh, this is like, not oh. going to go well. <laughs> uh, all right. What did uh, anybody, who's over 20? Wow! No. I gotta get that cricket sound effect Okay. Uh, obviously there will be a surprise round for the ready to actions, but let's just finish this mess. Uh, anybody above 15? 18 for Gorm. 18 for Gorms, and uh, who else? Anybody, who's above 10? <laughs> wow! <laughs> okay, uh, what'd you get, Baron? Nine. Galabras? Three. Uh, Lork out four. I, I knew it was four. the worst. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's uh, low. Okay, so uh, she, uh, in her surprise round, she begins running. Gormley cast cast grace. With the wand, by the way. Right. And Lork, uh, you get to take an action. Uh, okay, so if she, I'm going to wait for her to clear Baron. Uh, and before she gets right to me, I'm going to take one shot. So okay. when, when she's like roughly 10 feet uh, away from me, I'm going to take one shot with the bow, and I'm going to do uh, deadly aim. Ah. Okay. Uh, oh, Christ. 15 to hit. Um, miss. God. And that's Shit. flat-footed. Miss. Oof. Well, she's not flat-footed. She's not flat-footed. But, oh, yeah, that's right. She's attacking. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Don't miss. Uh, stupid, okay. Stupid lurk. Round... One, it's her turn. Um, we'll say, uh, since she was rushing up, uh, she wouldn't have been able to get all the way up to you and do a full attack action uh, this round, uh, but she can. Well, she can do a charge? Uh, yeah, she was going to do a charge, um, but she does have two weapon fighting, so she still does two attacks. No, she, can, she can't do two attacks unless she's doing a full attack action. Even if she has two weapon fighting and two, a weapon in each hand, you still have to have... I don't think that's true. Okay. <sighs> I could be wrong, but I think that that's the case. But we'll play two weapon fighting. You can fight with a uh, benefit. Your it just gives you 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 take less penalty. If you wield a second weapon in your offhand, you get one extra attack per round with that weapon. That's the normal. 
and just this reduces the penalties. It just says you can make one extra attack each round with the secondary weapon. And then she has improved two-weapon fighting, uh, which gives her even more attacks. So you think she only gets one? When I hear one extra attack per round... Yeah, I, I usually think that you can't use your offhand weapon in an attack round unless you're doing a full attack action. That's, okay. what I, that's how I used to play. I'm, I'm not 100% sure, so <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just have her do uh, one attack on the charge, and then we'll uh, prepare for the We Are Stupid. I think we should have a full jury trial to decide this. <laughs> <laughs> Complete with the appeals process, lasting several months. Uh, I could always just uh, there's stop only, the podcast and look this up. But, there, there's uh, only eight justices on the Supreme Court. How are we ever going to do this with a hung be, jury? I know, it'd be a it'll tie. Be, yeah, wow. First hand, a war, uh, war axe come at you. Jesus. Natural. 20. Ooh. Uh, fuck. Rolls to confirm. 19 to confirm. Um, that confirms. Uh-oh. Okay, this is a named <laughs> character. If anyone wants to look up the rest of those rules, uh, <laughs> full attack action with two... Wait, or, wait, 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 wait. I am looking Who's, it up right now. Oh, it's a war axe, not a battle axe. It right. might be times three, so double check that. Uh, it is times three. Oh, so this means right. it's going to be at least double damage, and that oh. is a uh, slashing weapon, right? It is yeah. a slashing weapon. It says double damage. Oh. So that means it's triple damage. Oh. Was this on the second attack? Sorry, first, first attack. First Holy attack. shit! I have never seen this. Holy shit! Oh, great. What? What is it? Decapitation, mm. double damage, and death. Fortitude negates. Oh, bottle cap, bottle cap, bottle cap, bottle cap. I don't have a bottle cap. Double damage and death for a crit card? So that's going to be triple damage for her. And you've got to roll a fortitude save? Well, I would say that the fortitude save should not be very high. No. It should no. be a very yeah. low fortitude save. Because if you were doing that on a creature... I'm not even going to name the DC of the fortitude save. Because <laughs> I want to see what you roll, and then we're going to have a discussion. <laughs> oh my god. But and, first, then we're, and then we're going to arbitration. First, let me do the triple damage. Decapitation! What the fuck? This is the name of the episode. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. You ready for the damage? Yeah. I actually need a calculator. <laughs> <laughs> That's embarrassing. Uh, Doesn't really matter what the I've got a lot is. on my head. Uh, 39 points of damage. Oh my god. Is that oh, more than I, half? I immediately rage? enter a rage. <laughs> yeah. Least of your problems. No, but that, that'll add to your fortitude roll. It will. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. true. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. This belt may save Lork's life. Lork, I need you oh to roll. Oh my god. A fortitude save. <laughs> it doesn't even say on the card? That's it crazy. Does, I mean, there's no, got to be... No, it, it always says those cards yeah. always have saves without the DC. There's got to be right. some rule because for there's how gotta you be figure situational. out the DC. Right. Yeah. Decapitation of a PC. I mean, part of me wants to say DC 5, but that's like so low. DC 7? DC 10 is well, like Well, I 50, think, 50. yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll roll it. Like, give me one of those big dice. I'll roll it out in front of everyone. You want the giant? No, yeah. no. No, that's the one you rolled for the... That's All right, fine. For the, I'll roll uh, my favorite die. I'll roll my favorite die, but I'll roll it out in All front right, of What is your fortitude bonus now that you've entered this rage state? Uh, it would be plus seven. Plus seven to my fortitude. Okay, okay. so I'm going to say... I'm going to say DC 10. DC 10. Okay. So he has to roll anything above a three. Right. Three or higher on the die. Let's make this Lord. very clear. 
Joe O'Brien <laughs> has to roll above a, a three, a two. Uh, above a two on this die. So on a one or a two, uh, Lork, Lork's head gets cut off in front of the entire party. First thing that happens. Insta-death. My heart is pounding out of my oh, chest. fuck, man. Remember when Baron shot his gun like, again and was like, oh, I just got to dodge a one and then roll a one? This is the catapult times a million. Decapitation. Uh, I wish I could give you a bit of luck or something. Name, no, it's too fast. Yeah. All right. Here it goes. She really doesn't like orcs. 19! Natural 19 on the die. (laughs) 26. Well, you know, even if I made the DC too low, a 19 is a 19, a 26 total. I thought I was going to say 12 would be as low as I would have gone, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that was very generous of you, but still. Decapitation. Decapitation! Yeah. Wow. That is is pretty awesome. You know what? I'm going to look up those rules about the saves save dcs for those cards because there's got to be some equation there, there has to, yeah there's got to be something did you find out matthew what's going on with the two weapon fighting there's a lot of discussion it? about it <laughs> of course well, of course right. which what, is perfect because then it's just gm's decision what i'm seeing here what i'm seeing here is gm's discretion but however the the text from multiple attacks reads a character who can make more than one attack per round must use the full round action in order to get more than one attack that's what I said. That's, that's what I that always said, played by. There are there apparently was a feat in in D anD D three point five that allowed you to take it take an extra act take an extra attack with an right. offhand without using a full round action. Well, this ain't no three point five. So that's, this ain't that's, no, this ain't no this three point seven five. Uh, that's you just know what? Threads, so yeah, I, 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 and I and I like and I like the idea of gray areas being GM's discretion, but that's pretty black and white. It, unless she's doing a full round, she can only make one attack. Yeah. Uh, so Lork. Only 39 oh. points of damage. Oh, thank goodness. And your head is on your neck, and you are... <laughs> and I'm raging now. Raging. I'm raging. That was the first attack of round one. Now, now I'm sorry. I get, I'm not used to this, so I get plus four to con, right? To constitution Normal score. rage is plus four, plus four. Plus four, yeah. plus four. Okay. So she is going down. <laughs> oh, yes, she is. She cut a quarter of the way through his neck. <laughs> That's right. Like, she still hit your neck. Oh, and I still warrants. very well may die in this combat. I'm very low, and now I'm on temporary hit points. And so if I hit zero... This changes how I, I was completely going to go a different route in this combat. It completely changes how you, I You gain it. 10 hit points. Yes. You have five so now back. I got 10 more hit points. <sighs> Gorms, you're up. You just saw a uh, crazy-looking uh, dwarf uh, covered in her own feces... Charge at your buddy Lork and bury a dwarven war axe straight into his neck. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, for ranged attacks that are not with a spell, when I have to succeed on a ranged touch attack, does that take the minus four when they're in melee? Uh-huh. Yeah? Okay. Uh, in that case... You can also critical on ranged touches, which a lot of people don't notice with magical stuff. It's a times two for any damage done. Right, right. right. If you roll a 20. I don't think there's any spells that are like 18 or 19 to 20. And we have magic crit category on the cards as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, in that case, Gormley's going to levitate up into the air. And she's going to, uh, her from her hand, she's going to shoot a lightning bolt <laughs> at this fucking <laughs> door. Is she wearing metal? Well, Carefully, you, wearing metal? You're taking a minus four to that. Why? It's not oh, a, that, oh, it's not a range not, touch? That's, okay. I'm doing this instead. Great. But, oh, wait, nope. it automatically misses any allies in the line? I'm going up, no, so she's, there is. She's so up, so she can, Sorry, yeah. I'm using, it I'm using Pythagoras as if she was yeah. a cloud. <laughs> oh wow, that's pretty. 
That's a great roll. Yeah, that's a good roll. 18, but you get a fortitude save. Fortitude or reflex? Reflex. Uh, reflex, reflex. Reflex, 11. Fails. That's a miss. Fail. Yeah. So how much damage? 18 damage. Eight. Holy so gorms. So just rises up in the air, and from her hand, she's just like... Does, that. It, does the spell do anything if they're wearing metal? Does it hurt them additionally? It can melt metals with a low melt melting point, such as lead, gold, copper, silver, or bronze. That's all it says. Is she wearing any of those things? Because they're melted. Uh, it sets fire to combustibles. Oh. Uh, so I'll look into that. Uh, her, <laughs> hair, her hair singes. Uh, Baron. Uh, Baron wants or to Or should do I say Umlo? <laughs> hey, it's me, Umlo. I'm Umlo. It's me, Umlo. I'm here to be. <laughs> I want you to maintain this deception. Yeah, yeah. And I love how she was like, you're not Umlo. And then it was like, I found Umlo over there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that logic. <laughs> I'm Umlo. So you're a live piece of shit. <laughs> I'm your brother from another mother. Um, so I want to do a knowledge check. It looks like she's holding a shield based on her mini. Uh, no, don't don't worry about oh, that. Oh, don't worry about that? <laughs> is there any type of knowledge local I can do to try to tell who she is or what clan she's from or anything like that? Uh, no. Uh, you can roll a sense motive. Okay. Natural 20, 24. Uh, she's suffering from some sort of mental affliction. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Sherlock. Doesn't <laughs> matter to Lork. I'll tell you that much. No. Or Gormley right now. But it, you know who it would matter to? A fellow dwarf. Yeah. I yeah, I really want to tangle her down. I, I shout to the group, don't kill her. Umlo's gonna help her. <laughs> <laughs> it's helped so go, much go, so go, far. Go, go get her, Umlo. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to. I'm not gonna rapid shot her because I don't want to kill her. So I'm just gonna shoot her. Okay. Nineteen against touch. That is a hit. <laughs> 17 damage. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. Okay, and it is now Lork's turn. Holding your action? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you what I'm not doing. Does he I'm crack not, his neck? I'm not grappling her. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he whew, just barely shrugs off certain death and uh, screams, goes into a crazy rage. The belt lights up with magic. <laughs> And he brings the falchion uh, at her. Natural one. You serious? Well, thank God it was there. <laughs> oh, my God. You find six levels yeah. when you start confirming fumbles. So way to answer a crit with a fumb. This is terrible. What if it's like Decapitate you crit yourself? yourself. <laughs> Self-decapitation. Self-decapitation. Uh, melee. Uh, off balance, you take a minus four penalty on all attack rolls for one round. So that's oh, great. Not okay. bad. Not bad. Could be worse. Could be what? Could All be right. worse, mate. Ben All right, Vereen. Ben Vereen is be going to maul her to death. So five foot step, <laughs> full attack. Ben Vereen is going to maul her to death. <laughs> I picture Lorik just in a rage, just swinging wildly over her head. Yeah, just yeah. T- and then falls off balance. Yeah. Uh, okay, here he goes. Uh, first attack is uh, a claw. Uh, Twelve to hit. Miss. Second attack is a twenty-four. That is a hit. To hit. Uh, does three points of damage. So these are just claws. Like, yeah, two claws. So three points of damage. And then he bites. Uh, 18 to hit. 18 hits. And does 
four points of damage. All right. With the bite. Another good round for Ben Vereen. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, okay. Galabras. You've seen all this go down. <laughs> what? Okay. Go well, on. I heard what Umlo said, so I'm going to... I'm going to do a sense motive of my own. Uh, 20. Uh, yeah, so you, you, you know what... Uh, well, you wouldn't... 21. Yeah, you, you know that she's, she's suffering from some okay. sort of affliction. I am going to cast Calm Emotions. Calm Emotions. Interesting. Talk to me about Calm Emotions. Uh, well, it's uh, complicated. It uh, calms their emotions. Okay, okay. <laughs> Angry Skid is, so, is, uh, is uh, <laughs> entering the room. <laughs> yeah, it basically just it, it calms the target down. They have a will save of... 15. 15. Okay. Um, so you cast it on her, and you see it kind of affect her. Actually, you know what? It affects everyone. It's a 20-foot radius. So Lork, too? So his yeah. rage is... <laughs> so, Lork, so Lork will be fatigued. Yeah. Uh, Except for me, right? I think you're outside the area. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Galabish, you cast and this me. on her. I'm up in the air. And uh, roll a perception check. Uh, 15. 15. You see her be like it's affecting her, but you you see the same craziness in her eyes. And you, as a cleric of Desna, realize that she's under such powerful magic that you need a, a much more intense spell to try and uh, cure her of this malady. Okay. Uh, but Lork is going to roll a will save, I assume. Yeah. Lork will roll a will save. <clears throat> it's good. Even though you didn't get her, like, that's very uh, important failed. to know. So he's, he goes out of a rage. Yeah. And I can't take violent actions. <laughs> I can defend huh. myself. Is that what you... Yeah, I can defend myself. I don't know what that means. Does that mean attacking someone that's attacking me? I think you're already... Like, she's actively fighting you, even though you're... I think you would... That would be... Don't forget, too, like, on the scale, you went from normal to rage, now you go back to normal. Uh, Okay. I mean, yeah, the wording on the spell says something about not taking violent actions, but can defend themselves. Interesting. She Um, did almost decapitate you. I think of it, like, in terms of light, you know, uh, dark light, dim light... You take a step down in the same way, and I'm not saying this clear. That makes sense. Rage to Creatures so affected cannot take violent actions, although they can defend themselves or do anything destruction destructive against uh, an aggressive action against or damage dealt to a calm creature immediately breaks the spell. So I think I have to take damage again before it'll break this before I'll hit her. <laughs> New slash. It's her turn. Yeah. <laughs> Full attack action. Full attack Lord. action. Dead. Four attacks. Oh, wow. She's got a dwarven war axe in one hand and a hand axe in the other. And she's just going to go slash, 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 slash. This is deadly. Four attacks. And she gets a plus five to hit any one of the orc subtype. <gasps> oh, holy. Oh, this is, this is going to, it's going to kill him. You're going down. No, he's because he stays up. So it's going to kill him. Oh, because of ferocity? Mm-hmm. Orc ferocity. Or at least get very close to, it's going to kill him. Oh, my God. <sighs> and after all this time It has a list of all the spells that can cure her And unfortunately Calm Emotions wasn't one uh, Okay, just want to make sure I have all my numbers lined up here 
<sighs> four attacks. Now Ben Vereen is there as well, and Ben Vereen did do two uh, attacks on it. So it would not be strange for her to have a couple swings of those at Ben Vereen. But the first attack is at Lork, the orc, with my neon green die that only rolls 20s. <laughs> Your way to die. Your way to die. It's a way to die. Uh, what a way to die. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, first attack, wow. 16. Miss. Second attack, 14. Miss. Uh-huh. All right. Now the lesser weapon. Still has a times three crit. <laughs> Both of these are coming at Lark. Come on, Lark. Natural 19. That'll hit. This, this is the hand axe comes around. <laughs> Hits Lork for four points of damage. Okay. And then final attack. Will it be a 20? No. Two on the die. <laughs> four attacks. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> four attacks at Standing in there, taking it. Okay. Well, the, the, calm, the calm emotions is gone. Calm emotions is yeah. gone. So does that right. mean, does, does my rage go, come back? <laughs> this is so complicated. You, you, no, because you can't enter a rage while, while you're fatigued. fatigued. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you may fire when ready. But you have a Red Bull, right? You can just... <laughs> Five-hour energy. Uh, Uppers and downers just bouncing all out. But we're, we're playing Fallout now instead of... Just, it's interesting. Like I'm thinking, is she going to move at all, get anywhere there? She but took Baron, her full attack. Yeah, she, she, she took a five-foot step. Take a five-foot step. Uh, you know, you guys are just going to take your five-foot step and attack. Like, even if she was trying to move, Baron is blocking the other side of the bridge. I didn't realize you guys are fighting on this bridge. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's very dramatic. She's going to turn into the Black Knight from Monty Python. Flying Gormley. God damn it. Uh... Gormley's going to fly, for a move action, she's going to fly over to the other side of her. Okay. And cast Burning Hands. Cast Burning Hands, so that will include Lork no, and no, Ben No, he's, he's no. going to position himself so I'm that positioning yeah. so that the, the firing blocks down. Him. She's okay. firing down. Just firing down. So at the, ed- the edge of the range. On her and the, the log bridge. That's <laughs> a wet log bridge. <laughs> yeah. You're a wet log. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, have to roll, <laughs> do you have to roll to hit? No. Seven points of damage, but you get a reflex save. Rolled a 16 on the reflex. All right, you save, so three points of damage. Three <laughs> points of damage. <sighs> Fire damage. All right, Baron. You see, uh, this is the first dwarf you've come across since Agrit Stangazdar. And, you know, just like Lork has a, a soft spot for murderous uh, half orcs. <laughs> Sure I, I, you know, um, it, it's right. like uh, when your only tool is a hammer, all you can do is smash. Like there's nothing I can do as a gunslinger. I can, I just hope to reduce her to zero and that we can stabilize her. Um, she is a nail. Uh, yeah, I got I got to nail her. Oh, um, <laughs> and I will if this battle concludes <laughs> the way I want it to. Keep it in your pants. <laughs> Two inches of fury. Um <laughs> So, um, Galabras goes after me in this round. Uh, I'm going to see if he has anything else up his sleeve because I saw him try to help her. And if he doesn't, I'm going to continue shooting the shit out of her. All right, so Baron readying an action, essentially? (laughs) No, he's holding his action. He's holding his action. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Lork the Orc. Lork's going to take her out. She's done. Strong this is it. Strong power attack. 
uh, full on power attack. Natural one. <laughs> Get out of here. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, dude. Poor fucking I have Joe, no man. words. I am shaking <sighs> with anger. I, 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 I can't <laughs> so even. So mad. There's nothing Sorry. worse than this game. There's nothing worse. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Oh my god. I swing down at her, boom, and the falchion goes in the log. And I have to get a DC 20 strength check to pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> at least you have quick draw. Oh my god, yeah, at least Brynja's dagger is going to see an appearance. Uh, Alright, stuck. Oh man. So we'll see next round. I'll that roll to try to pull get, it out. If she doesn't get down, she's going to have well, actually, do I roll it now? Do I roll it now? To see if you... To, yeah, DC 20 strength to free it. Wouldn't that? No, I think is that an action? An action, yeah. Oh Jesus! God damn, dude. Let's be honest. Uh, Let's be honest. And it is Ben Vereen's turn. Ben Vereen is going to kill her. Ben has a chance. (laughs) Come on, Ben. Uh, Ben, Ben, Ben. All right, Ben. Here we go. First attack, thirteen to hit. Miss. Second attack, twenty to hit. Hit. Um, Does three points of damage. First claw misses. Second claw does its requisite three. Natural 20. Natural oh, 20 on the bite! Oh, on the yeah. bite, Ben Vereen. Oh my god, this is huge. Let's get a confirm This everybody. is huge. Confirm. Does not confirm. Max damage. Four points of damage. Oh. Yeah, that's max. She still is standing. <sighs> Damn it. She's still standing. Now it's Galabras' turn. Okay. Uh, Galabras, he took his best shot, and I guess it just wasn't good enough. <laughs> so now we're here back where we were before, trying to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to step around. Um, if I have enough movement, I'm going to get up in her grill. Yeah. And uh, and uh, I'm going to go big. You uh, Could you stand on the bridge, big? Yeah. We'll find out. It's, it's logs, right? It's not like planks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not like one of your compatriots just chopped into one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Eleven. Ine miss. <laughs> okay, so can I go now that I've seen him? Yes, you can. You may. You may can. Taking a step there, firing underneath uh, Gormley's legs. Hopefully she'll feel the wind. Right, so through. Well, Gormley's flying, right? I'm like 25 feet up in the air. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, I just burning him. And uh, minus four into melee, so. 19. Well, it's a 15 against touch. 15 against touch. Hits. Here we go. Bullet. Oh, no, you're right. That's a 19 against touch. <laughs> oh! Oh, boy. 17 points of damage. Jesus. Uh, let's see here. Below zero, below zero. Troy's got his calculator. She is below zero. All right. One point away from total death. Someone save her. She falls unconscious. And immediately stabilizes. Oh, because she's a dwarf? Because she has the diehard feet. Nice. Oh, oh, all right. oh, okay. Boom. I rush up to her, and I, I, yeah. oh, okay. I kind of just stand in between her and Lork, and I say, please, please, brother, please, please. we got to figure out there's something wrong with her. She wouldn't have done this otherwise. Please. We fought a lot of battles. I know she did that. She's going to get punishment, but don't kill her. Lork, what do you say? Are we not in combat rounds? No, you're out of combat. Lork is pushing past Baron to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's dead, as far as you know. Well, uh, no, I mean, she's breathing. 
So you, you're pushing. He's just back. doing the kind of like, like, right. Gormley feather, Gormley drops to the ground, feather falls, and reaching in, for his falchion. In between <laughs> Lorcan, in between, she joins Baron to stand in between Lorcan and the body, and she says, "Let's hear Baron out. Let's hear Baron out." Cool. Galabras, uh, what do you do? I'm, I'm like grabbing Lork by the shoulders as she's afflicted by some curse. I can, I, I can see it. All right, Lork is just gonna um, grab the. Sucking wound in his neck and and walk away. Oh, and I um, wash it in the stream. Uh, I'm gonna do a cure moderate on you. Okay, beautiful. I'm going to bind her wrists with rope and her legs, and I am going to search her body. Okay, seventeen healing. Nice. Should I do a perception? Uh, no, I will tell you what you find. Uh, you find a. Two potions. Uh, I don't know if you're removing her armor or anything. No, no, I'm not removing it. But she has uh, a, a dwarven war axe okay. uh, that they detect is magical, uh, a masterwork hand axe, uh, and then she also has on her back a masterwork composite short bow. And... Uh, Around her neck is a steel hair, excuse me, in her hair, a steel hair clasp in the shape of a fist. Okay. I give the weapons to Gormley, and I say, take these away, because if she wakes up, I don't want her to try to grab them and attack us again. Gormley accepts them and does a spellcraft? On the potions? Yeah. Yeah, do all of them. All of them. And spellcraft, and then I'll do also the magic axe. Uh, 24. 24. It's a potion of cure moderate wounds and a potion of remove curse. Oh. How convenient. How convenient. <laughs> so I immediately hand that one to Galapras. All right. So, oh, I, um, I pour it down her throat and then I use the wand of cure light wounds. Uh, seven. Okay, still unconscious. Do it again. Nine. Wow. She comes to. And I put my face right in front of her. I'm your brother. And I say, it's me, Umlo. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) What what happened? What? I said, lady, you look like you got a bump on the head or some sort of spell cast on you. I'd never seen a dwarf act like you before. I. I thought something was wrong with you, but we, uh, you should probably apologize to my friend Lork over there. He looks green, but he's good on the inside. He's standing like 15, 20 feet away, just looking at her like, (sighs) (sighs) keep her hands tied. Oh my, did I do that? What are you, Urkel? (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Did I do that? (laughs) I say to her, you were, uh, you're one hell of a fighter. I can tell you that because I've seen this man take down. Legions of enemies over the over the weeks I've been with him. Oh, it's all it's all rushing back to me now. Yes, I I seem to remember. I I, I think I almost decapitated your friend. I'm I'm so sorry. I I don't I don't know what came over me. I I've been very I've, I've been all over the place. I've been I, I thought I was one thing. I thought I was another. I, I say to her, look. Is this I'm sorry. Is this in common or in dwarven? Uh, this is in common. Okay. I say to her, look. <laughs> We've already fought a five-headed Hydra, and we come across your crazy butt, and I'm wondering... I'm sorry, it stinks. 
I'm that's sick. right. Yeah, that's I right. I'm so I'd embarrassed. Say, uh, you smell bad. We'll get you a bath. There's water nearby. It'll oh, be easy. But uh, what the hell? What incarnation are you doing in this swamp, in I, this marsh? My name is uh, Ingrahild. Uh, Ingrahild Nargrimikin. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. You made it up on That's the fly. That's my name. <laughs> All right, Ingrahild. That's please. My, I'm. What else? I only you, have what two hit points. Don't yell. <laughs> my name is Ingrahild. Ingrahild Nargrimkin. I I came here with my brother Umlo. Uh, we we entered Ghostlight March in search of a, a, a tomb of one of our ancestors, uh, the 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 famed giant slayer Nargrim Steelhand. I, 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 I thought that this was where we would find it, but instead we, we found uh, these stones and we were attacked by a, a coven of witches and a, and a marsh giant. We had two mercenaries with us and I believe we killed some, if not all of them, but I was cursed, I think, by this one of the witches and, and my brother disappeared and, and here I've just been living off the land, but everything's a blur. I, I don't quite remember anything. All right, now now we're going to help you find your brother if he's still alive. Oh, was thank it? you. Thank you. Ho- hopefully, I, I, I pray that he's still out there somewhere. What were you hoping to find in your ancestor's tomb? And can I do any type of knowledge check to know who he is based off of my dwarven background? Um, yes. I mean, you, you've heard the name before, basically. Uh, it's just one of these famed uh, giant slayers. So, and he's rumored to have a tomb somewhere, but so let's wouldn't say, think it would be over here. Let's say that our, maybe lore-wise, the defensive training plus four against giants might you know, have resulted from some of his tactics and stuff, and we may have learned stuff from him. I like that. From who? Like, like he's like an ancient guy, right? Nargrim, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um... I ask him, uh, what else do we want to know from her? Is she living in the hut? Like, what is this hut? Yeah, I mean, if you walk over, you'll see that it's a makeshift hut that she's been living in while suffering from um, schizophrenia. I say, here, let us let me tend to, the, tend to your wounds. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I would, I would never uh, attack, uh, attack anyone uh, that wasn't trying to hurt me. I, I was, I was sick. I thought you were. I just saw orcs. I, I thought you were all orcs. I'm so sorry. I'm so it sorry. It happens a lot. It's all right. I ask her if she's still looking for him. If she wants to join us. I, 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 I can be of service to you. I, I, I. What, what are you doing here in the marsh, if I may ask? Someone want to tell her? I'm okay with. Uh, she's awake now. I, I don't have any dwarven reasons. To... Uh, I channel for six. If anyone's heard. Oh, cool. Well, that's a good fly sound. <sighs> yeah. I tell her we're looking for something special too. Um, we're uh, on the lookout for uh, the Vault of Thorns. Vault of Thorns. Does that ring a bell to you? No. No. What? What is it? Um. It is a place of great. Yeah, you're better. It is a place yes. of great power. Is it, is it, it is a, a building or a? It is a demiplane created by the druids who once dwelt in this place. How, how do you know if you find it? We need the husk of a willow wisp placed in this lantern here. And I show the lantern at my belt. Oh, I, I've seen willow wisps here in the swamp. I, Where? 
I, I know I know an area not not too far from here, uh, perhaps less than a day's journey, where will-o'-wisps um, seem to congregate. I, I've seen them on occasion, and uh, they they disappear as quickly as I can uh, walk up to them. But it's not like I go chasing will-o'-wisps; they're very dangerous. But I've seen them. I know an area of the swamp. Uh, I, I could join you. I, I I see you've taken my weapons, and, and and I understand why. But I could, if you let me have my weapons, I can help you. I'll uh, I'll let the tall, dark, and long tusked man over there decide on whether you get your weapons back. You almost took his head off. I, I understand. We'll hold them for now. I, okay. I I, I, and I, I realize that trust must be earned, but if if bad things go down, I could be of great help. If I can almost take off your head, I'm sure what I could do. Can I uh, sense great motive? Damage. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, me too. Yeah, me I would too. like to do that as sure. well. Fifteen. Eight. <laughs> uh, eight. Fifteen. Um, okay, so uh, you, uh, Lork and Baron, you're 100% sure she's telling the truth. Uh, Galabras and Gormley, you feel pretty confident that she's, you know, she was cursed and she's a good person. Wait, uh, I'm sorry. How was she cursed? Uh, one of a witch, a witch yeah. that she came across. So her and her brother went into the marsh with some mercenaries to try and find the tomb of their ancestor. Uh, they got attacked near a circle of stones by uh, a coven of witches and a marsh giant. Oh well, we're looking for the circle of stones. Yeah, where was the circle of stones? I, Do you remember? It's 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 deeper. I remember it's deeper into the past. The willow wisps. Yes. Yes. The, well, the area where I saw the will-o'-wisps is, is uh, like I said, a, a half a day's journey from here, but that was much farther, near a, near a hot spring on the northwest or northeast portion of the marsh. Um, but I, I can definitely bring you to the clearing with the will-o'-wisps. Okay. What, what a... I forgot if I asked this already. What were you hoping to find in the tomb, or was it just like a pilgrimage so you could pray to him? The latter. I, I mean, I thought perhaps we'd find some sort of treasure that rightfully we weren't looking to uh, raid a tomb, but ultimately belonged to us as he is our uh, kin. And did you, uh, besides these witches, did you uh, see any other dangers in the in the marsh? I mean, we, we saw a hydra one day, but we uh, were able to skirt the area where it was... Uh, making its home, and we've seen other creatures as well, but the, the greatest threat we saw was the witches and the, the giant. But we killed, we killed them. I, I know we killed most of them, if not all of them. All right. Uh, I think, uh, I reckon she, uh, she's our, our best chance at, at looking for the Will-O-Wisp. I mean, Lork told us earlier they can go plumb invisible. If you want to hold on to my weapons, I completely understand. Uh, but I'm, I, if you will help me find my brother, I would love to come with you and, and perhaps be of service. Can we give her the hatchet at least? <laughs> yeah, to you. I was just going to walk. So Lork walks up to her and he's like, we'll help you find your brother. And until I'm sure that you're not going to do us any harm. And he flips out the hand axe, kind of flips it over and hands her her offhand weapon. And it's like, protect yourself. And, uh, and hands her that, but he doesn't want to give her the war axe that cut him just yet. Okay. Did, did we ever find out what this ma- magic on that was? Please be careful with that. Uh, it's, it's been in my family for a long time, and you did not, no. I'll spellcraft it. Spellcraft what? 
the, the, the axe. axe. 16. Uh, it's a plus one dwarven war axe. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, so Lorg is just going to keep it in plain sight and just kind of like... You want to hold yeah. Okay. I'll I'll hold? Yeah. I'll give it to you. She flips the hand axe in her okay. hand a couple times, holds on to okay. it. Okay. So she's she's still badly injured. You you still have wounds to be taken care of. Is Can we rest? I can, I can expend the rest of my... I could use a rest. We, I mean, I've, I've been here, I, I, as far as I know, for at least a week, and I, I haven't been attacked. I'm sure my hut is, if, it's, if I'm this filthy, it's got to be pretty gross in there, too, but uh, we'll, we'll be safe here, I would think. All right, why don't you take a bath? <laughs> uh, and I, I'll start cleaning up this hut. Okay. And she goes, like, uh, off into the woods, and you can hear... Oh, wait, I forgot. Lork doesn't clean. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We made that clear. I don't clean. <laughs> I'm like... Uh, all right, so do I'll, we want to rest? Can we rest? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll walk in the general direction like I'm not following her, but just keep an eye on her. Uh, okay, so... Should I roll perception on the hut? Like, is there anything interesting in there, or is it... Uh, it's No, it's all filth. Okay. She's been living off filth. Living off Maybe I'll hill. sleep outside the hut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so do we want to do, just burn your channels? Yeah. Okay, so go ahead and burn those. Uh, four, five, nine, 11. Wow. Oh my God, how many channels do you have? One more. Wow. And seven. How are you feeling, Mark? I'm full. I'm all the way back. Um, Took almost all of it, though. I still need 30 hit points of healing. Just kidding. <laughs> um, what were you, outside the range of the channels? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, oh, no. I had a little, like, periscope on her lake. changing. I'm like, oh, yeah. With a night's rest, she'll almost be full. Okay. And I'll, I'll cast Cure Light on her uh, for 10. I, right. I like a, this resting she's mechanic. Good. She's yeah. a, she's I mean, a, she's a I like it when you have almost all your channels. Yes, that makes a difference. She's yes. back to her full complement of hit points, and she's very thankful to you. And, you know, she goes, you hear the sloshing of water, she's cleaning herself up, and uh, eventually she emerges, and, uh, you know, she looks a lot more... Uh, Is she beautiful? Uh, Do I find her no, attractive? She's, she's, a, she's a little rugged looking, and I mean, her face is very gaunt because she's been eating oh, she's Rachel Dredge. brambles and Do we, uh, God knows what for the past. Just living off the land, so she's very uh, emaciated looking. I ask her... Uh, I have a picture I can show you, and I'll put it up on the Tumblr too. I ask her if it's okay to give her other potion to Lork because she messed him up so bad. She says, uh, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's a small token, but... Um, I, I, I really feel horrible. I, I, I would have never hurt you. All right, so all right. Potion of cure moderate for Lorca. Cool, I'll take it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so it's the next day. This is what she looks like here. Let me check out the tumbler. Oh yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. Red hair and her skin almost looks gray from being out in the yeah. filth. I ask her, by the way, what, um, which dwarven city she's from. I. I from the Kodar Mountains. Oh, I'm from the Five Kings Mountains. Oh, mountain folk. Mm. Do you get a plus two in mountains as well? No, I don't. <laughs> I do. He gets it. Oh, <laughs> this is an unlikely romance. <laughs> yeah. This is like when Harry met Sally. <laughs> it must have been love. 
That I can't, would I, make a great story for the grandkids. I first met your grandmother, she almost decapitated me in the first round. Let's be honest, when Lork dies in the next combat, you're playing Ingrahild. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, so, all right, I'll give her a weapons back. Should, should we head out? Um, yeah, so you're going to spend the night there, and then and the next morning she'll take you through. And, and, we'll, we'll and, do, she's pretty and so the next morning when, like... Um, we go through the night, you know, unmolested, and, and she seems totally fine, and she gives the potion and everything. Lork will give her the war axe back. Oh, wow. Oh, okay, nice. She's And the other weapons? Uh, what were the other weapons? Short bow. The crossbow. and Yeah, yeah. Oh, and what about the steel hair clasp? What was that? Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, it's, wor- do- it's worth some gold. Um, oh, it's, it's not, not, magical. not magical. I pocket it. <laughs> Slight of hand check. <laughs> well, what, what Tip, typical good aligned priest. You must have lost it when you were crazy. <laughs> you crazy lady. Um, all right, so the next morning she's like, I'm, uh, I'm ready to head out when you are, and I'm with you for as long as you'll have me. I, I can be a great service to you, and if we find my brother, he can help you as well. I don't know where your travels are taking you, but... Uh, I'm, I'm with you if you'll have me. And hopefully I can prove myself it'll be, worthy. It'll be nice to have another feminine voice on the team. Preach, sister. <laughs> Welcome aboard, Ingrid. Ingrid? Ingrid. 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 You could just call me Ingra. All right, Ingra. Ingra. I guess you uh, lead the way then. Okay. And uh, she does so. So she continues north with you, tracking her way through. And you can tell she's still a little confused. Uh, but she seems to know where she's going. And eventually uh, she goes off the beaten path and you start going, she brings you up to the edge of the woods. And she's like, it's, it's deep within these woods here. I, I marked the trees and you see that she like marked an X on the trees to remind her how to get deeper into this area. Um, so now you're actually would have to go into the vegetation and it's very, very slow moving and thick and dark. Um, not darkness, but just dark in the sense of like you're completely covered by trees. You can't even see the sky. How many miles are we into the marsh now? Uh, probably about three or four. So she takes you uh, into the um, in deeper into the woods, and eventually, a couple hours later, uh, you come to a clearing, and there's it's just this small, maybe 50 feet wide by 100 feet wide clearing in the woods. And you had been walking through like thick trees, thick trees, thick trees, bush, 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 with no, uh, you don't see a clearing left or right anywhere for the past couple hours. And then all of a sudden you come to this clearing and there is a strange presence, just omnipresent around you. You don't see anything. You don't hear anything. It's eerily quiet. Um, but you sense that something uh, momentous happened here. Hmm. Um, she says, "I, when I, after I, uh, my brother and I, we 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 came here uh, when we were uh, searching for the tomb, and we rested here for the night. And I swore uh, I woke up many times throughout the night and saw these will o' wisps just glowing and then extinguishing their light. I, I don't know if they'll come." Uh, anytime soon, but I think this is as good a place as any. And they didn't attack you? Uh, No, 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 we were never attacked. Did you feel... Thank the gods. Menacing energy from them? 
Like they wanted to hurt you, or were they just watching you creepy-like? Ah, a little bit of both. Will-o'-wisps are known to be uh, evil creatures. Um, and we we all know that they're they have that invisibility thing going, right? Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Lork did some uh, research. Yeah, uh, with his dungeoneering. dungeoneering. Uh, I mean, how how what's like what's the radius of the clearing? Would you say uh, fifty feet wide? I mean, I could cast glitter dust and see what ha- see what we see. I wouldn't do anything that can be perceived as aggressive just yet. We also know that the will o' wisps are very likely, you know, born out and generated from these druids. The druids. So if there's a chance if we don't make the first move. I mean, they camped here and weren't attacked, so yeah. there's some reason to think that if we take non-aggressive means. Did the druids fight off full-blooded orcs or half-orcs? Full. Oh, okay, so maybe they can tell Lork is a halfie. <laughs> I'm endangering the mission. I shouldn't have come. Everybody, everybody roll a perception check. It's imagination, kid. 19. 20. 16. 22. Baron, uh, to a certain extent, uh, Gormley, um, not so much Lork, uh, but Baron Gormley and Galabras, just after staying here for half an hour, you feel like you're constantly being watched. And again, similar to when you're on the boat and you saw those lights, you don't know how much you're projecting into your mind and how much something is actually presenting this feeling. Yeah, I'd be paranoid at this point after everything that's happened to us. And then Galabras, right in your ear, at a certain point, you hear, where did you get that? Your theft will not go unpunished. Give that back to us! And a surge of electrical energy <laughs> entering your body. Oh my god. It's the lantern. Yeah. Pick it up here next time. Oh! Mother oh. God damn it. God damn. I hate this music at the end. I hate hearing this. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. <laughs> Boo. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.